the joy of a perfectly sunny Saturday morning walk. Fresh coffee in your hand, daydreaming about your next adventure, and noticing the warmth of your partner's hand. Psh, cut the shit and ditch the fucking fairy tale. It's time to step outside the status quo and blaze your own trail. The path littered with setbacks and successes and newfound passions. Why? Because when you break away from the script, you start to pursue a life by choice, one that is all yours. You are one decision away from unscripting your life and trading mundane for freedom and confidence. Listen and learn alongside others who have already decided that the journey is better than the fairy tale. After listening to this episode, you'll know what it takes to rewrite your life. Sid, welcome back for another episode of Helping People Get Their Shit Together. Uh, You have helped (laughs) me so much. Uh, And if you are brand new to this podcast, welcome. It is a rebirth of where I'm at now in business and life. It is unscripted. It is a flipping of the script, if you will. If you've had an opportunity to uh, read my book, you would know kind of where this is coming from and why the podcast went from being called Beauty Inspires Beauty to now being called Unscripted. And I have Sid to thank for that kind of, you know, digging deep with me to figure out like, who am I right now in this season? And what do I want to be sharing? And what are the things that other people in my world are kind of like moving through? And it's this tough love that I I guess I inadvertently do for myself, my family, and for you, the listener and anybody that coaches or works with me. And so, you know, it's all about rewriting your life in a way that feels good for you. Maybe you did the things that you were supposed to do and you woke up one day and you're like, this isn't the life for me. And that is why I created this new name with the show is for you to know you can tap into this place to know that you don't have to do it like everybody else. But we're here today to give you ways to create content that's going to feel good for you, but that isn't going to feel forced or like you have to do it like everybody else. So Sid, welcome back to the show. Thank you. I'm really excited about this topic because people have been doing the process of creating content and even coaches in the space have been teaching on how to create, generate content ideas wrong for a while. And I'm really excited to set it out correctly for you and give you a really actionable and simple means of creating a lot of content in a little bit of time. Before we even get going, be sure to download the PDF in the show notes. This is actually a worksheet. A This is a whole section um, of the Start Your Damn Podcast course that Jess has created and so graciously let me co-teach in. And so yeah, you're, you're going to have everything you need in there. So if, if you're driving and you're like, oh my God, I want to write something down, hold the thought, write it down when you get there I mean, grab the PDF. Just having a framework around creating content, like just eases the mind, at least for me so much. And it's interesting because I've you know, bought different people's plug and play. I basically call them Mad Lib co- content creation yep. things. And, and, and it's like piecing this word together with that word. And then you end up sounding like everybody else and nothing like yourself. And so I, I just, I love that you've created this and you're giving this away. And it's part of the course that we're putting out because content is one of those things that you got to keep creating in order to have a podcast, right. Or to be relevant on social. So as much as people want to resist, it is what it is. And um, I love that you've created it in a way that we can break it down and really just like be so helpful for the listener. And it's so personal and unique to you. So I, I, I walk through this with every single one of my podcasters. We typically actually go through this um, multiple times a year because stuff changes. And this is also the, the, the exercise we're about to walk through is one of my most common consultation practices. So people will book a consult with me to do this. And it's because it's 
so tangible and so specific to your business, to your podcast, to your course, to whatever it is you need to generate content around. We're going to be specifically talking about podcasting. So you're going to hear us use the words like listeners, but you can also just replace that word with customer or client because this works for anyone. Or community. If you're building a community, you know, if if you are brand new to anything, building a community is the first step you need to do in order to grow anything. We think it's an audience, right? An audience is what would listen to a show or a podcast, right? But really it's a community of like-minded people who want to, you know, be in that same energy or vibe or consume the same kind of content. So kind of reframe it like that. And if you you find yourself in the story or in, in the business part that you're in, whatever that looks like. Absolutely. And what we're about to, I'm going to say uh, two words that you've heard 7,000 times before. And if you don't roll your eyes, then there's something wrong with you. And it's content pillars. Okay. We're not starting with content pillars. You need to know your content pillars and we're getting there. And this is typically what people coach you on is create your content pillars. What are you going to put out in the world? What do you, what do you stand for? Those things are important. We're not starting there. That is the least important part of this exercise. And we're saving it for the very end for a reason. In order to generate content effortlessly, and I'm going to walk Jess through this exercise, in order to create content effortlessly, we're going to map out your listener personas, the lenses through which they see the world, and then we're going to tie it to your content pillars. But your content pillars mean nothing if you don't fully understand and know and communicate with your listeners through their personas and through the lens in which they see the world. So to exemplify this, just let's let's talk about unscripted. Let's talk about this podcast. In order to identify your personas, um, your listener personas, who's going to be showing up here, uh, you, there's some common questions you can ask. I'm going to ask you some of these. What are the various age ranges you think of your target listeners? Well, they're generally a past or a little bit present or a little future version of me. So I'm about 42-ish. I'll be that next month. So anywhere between the age ranges of 30 to like 55, 60 tends to be who my listenership is or the ones that are really engaged with my content. Okay. And what is the gender of your target listener? Female. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. What kinds of occupations or what industries are your target listeners in? We've got everything from moms who are ready to flip the script on their life and start standing out doing something. We've got entrepreneurial CEO, female bad bad bitches who are just doing the damn thing or who are stepping into some entrepreneurship in their life and business. We talked about people who are just starting to create or be in that transitional phase of their life. So those tend to be the three personas that um, I, I usually find myself speaking to or dealing with. Okay, so we've got female with an entrepreneurial edge, a mom edge, or a transitional edge right now. We're going to get a little bit more specific on these people. We're still working through developing these personas. So what are some goals or values or interests of these people, these personas? Yeah, I feel like it varies, but we we nailed it down to to a few a few things. They are interested in, you know, rewriting their story. They have done the things uh, and maybe they didn't turn out the way they had hoped or or they're in in or out of alignment on looking to move into the next phase of their life. So like in a transition, that seems to be the key main one for us and for me in, in all those lenses, right? Of all those people that we just talked about. 
they are either stepping into entrepreneurship. So like early stage business tools, techniques, just life support seem to be in that, in that phase. Um, what was the third one we talked about? The mom, we were talking about a, a mom who wants to just do things differently. So their values and interests were like doing things their way and not feeling shame about it. And that honestly stretches away from moms as well. Um, it's totally. anyone who wants to sort of push past the status quo. Yep. And, and that's the thing. It's like, this is the type of thing that as you go through creating content, you'll need to do this, like she said, quarterly or maybe even more often than not to make sure that you're still creating content focused on these particular things that your audience is, is going through or dealing with because it helps you make content so much easier because you know exactly what's going on in their world. Yeah, and you're going to develop, which means the people around you are going to develop. I love how you answered the very first question of what's their age. Well, they're a they're some version of the current past or future state of me. That is so true for all of this. Um, okay, so a, a, a very important question if you're a business owner trying to cre- create content. What motivates your target listener to make a purchase, to buy something? The frustration. Sorry to interrupt you, but the first case, what are you selling them? What are you trying to sell on your podcast? And then what would motivate them to buy that specific thing? Right. So creating awareness that they exist, whether that's through starting up a new brand and the lens of we're trying to help them amplify their voice through podcasting. So podcasting is the thing I sell and I'm speaking to why creating podcasts or creating content around that is so important for them to start showing up doing. Awesome. Okay. So out of Jess's initial podcast personas, we've basically got a female entrepreneur, a female going through transition, a female mom who wants to push past the status quo. What One thing all these people have in common is that they're ready to rewrite their script. They want to live in an unscripted state rather than what society or their past or their current has scripted for them. And that's sort of the glue that binds them all together. But even if we look at just the entrepreneur, for example, who's ready to drop the script and live a life that's unscripted, when we look at them, there's so many versions of just that one persona, which is where we have to layer on the idea of a lens. The lens through which your personas see the world. And I want you to think of the lenses as actually being the frame of minds that can go across all of your personas. So for example, I'll just um, spoil this a little bit, spoiler alert for um, Jess's audience and their lens. One of them is challenging the status quo. Okay, one lens through which her target listeners see the world is they are ready to challenge the status quo. They are probably already challenging the status quo and pushing up against so much resistance from doing that and getting so much pushback from doing that. And so they're seeking this resource to be like, no, I'm doing the right thing. I should be pushing up against the status quo. But you also have a lens of an entrepreneur, we'll use that example again, but it works for the mom, it works for the person going through a transition where they want to be challenging the status quo, but they don't think it's possible for them. They're unsure that they even could do that, that they're even capable of doing that. So this is just a quick, like this is, I'm just trying to help you understand what a lens could be. There's probably most likely at least three and up to six typical lenses that every single one of your personas could be seeing the world through. 
Right. And it's interesting because the way that you broke this down really helped me see that it goes against everything that we've learned around niching down or having one ideal client that you speak to. Because if it's just Susie, the homemaker, you know, you've, you've taken away so many other people, but your one thing that you could be selling or sharing or teaching to could work for so many people. So it's not necessarily just speaking to one ideal quote unquote client. It's who are the people and who are the personas in that, right? Because she could be an entrepreneur and Susie, the homemaker. She could be a a woman on a journey of self-exploration and Susie, the homemaker. She could be a mom with a really strong personality who's challenging her generational patterns and the status quo, like we talked about. She could be wanting to go from wanting to feel ready to taking action. So if I stick to only one lens of, I see her as only one thing, it takes away everybody else. So you can see how the personas give you content to speak to because at any given point, she could have been one of those things, or maybe she's all of those things. And so I know who she might be. And so when I speak to that, I have the pillars, right, that we talked about, right, inspiring stories, strategies, and tangible tools she could take to move from want to action. We could help her work through shifting her identity from only being a stay-at-home mom to what are the other skill sets that you know and can, can put out into the world, right? The process of, you know, helping people move from one thing to the next is really what Unscripted is based off of. And so when Sid broke it down into these pillars and personas, and then even deeper into the lenses, I was like, oh my gosh, how could you not create content on content on content? Yeah, And it just unlocked so much for my brain who doesn't think like that. I also wasn't taught like that originally. So if you're listening thinking, oh fuck, she just like wrecked everything I've, I've known, like let that be okay. Yeah. Let that be okay because listen, you don't know what you don't know. And now that you know, you can do better. Exactly. And that's that's where two plus years into my podcast journey, like I'm so okay with some days I'm not, but most days I'm okay with not being where my, my mentors are that I'm comparing myself to. I just still let that be a point of reference to what is freaking possible. And I try to learn from those moments. But then now that I know, I know how to then do better and to show up differently. And so you know, I had to move through those phases, which is great. And it allowed for me to figure out who this person and personas are, and then ways that I could break down the content of things I know, really still speaking about similar topics often, but in a different way, right? Am I giving someone permission? Am I helping them create awareness around the knowingness that this is what's going on? Am I reminding them that they have a freaking choice in the matter, that they literally have a choice of how they're showing up, what they're doing, all of that. And then also the bottom line for me is just providing the guidance to help you figure it out along the way. So those are all four lenses that we came up with as to ways to talk to these different personas at any given time that you're listening. So aren't you like, how good do I sound doing your framework? Yeah, I mean, awesome. And I'm so impressed because I kind of like threw the the exercise at you without uh, telling you we were going to be using your own podcast as the exercise. So so thoroughly impressed. And and if you didn't, I'm just going to quickly recap basically what Jess just did was the third thing you need to unlock are your content pillars. You need to know what you're an expert in and what you want to share the world with. But now when you sit down to record an episode or to plan a topic, now you take that content pillar and you talk to the mom who is challenged the status quo. You talk to the mom who is not even sure she's capable of challenging the status quo. You can tell, you can talk on the same exact subject in those two different lenses. 
and talking to two different persona or the same persona to the, the mom, two different lenses and one of the pieces of content. And now you have two episodes and this just magnifies. Most people have five-ish content pillars and most people have somewhere between three and six personas and lenses each. That just literally, mathematically, uh, multiplies into a lot of content for a, a given topic. Now, there are some topics, of course, that will not make sense for the mom versus the entrepreneur. So it's not like it's a perfect system. But when you stop and think about, like, I love to make the comparison of your best friend group, your best friend group, there is glue that ties you guys all together. But there are likely a few of you who are kind of similar and a few of you who are polar freaking opposites. You would give, if if friend A came to you and said, hey, I'm really having a hard time. Um, I would love your support. You would give friend A a different kind of support than you would give friend B, but you are still giving the support. You are still using your experiences, your knowledge, your expertise, your past to speak into these people. Do the same thing with your audience by using, understanding who the personas are, who are your friends. In this case, who are your ideal listeners, the people who are going to attach to you best. Then think about how do they see the world, through what lens do they see. Then think about how to educate them on a given topic, a given content pillar based on how they see the world and who they are. And you can see, so good, Sid, you can see that this is a useful framework for any type of content on any platform that you create. If you are obsessed with TikTok, this is also the best framework. If you are on YouTube, if you if you are doing reels to create content and movement on social media, on Instagram, it all applies the same way. And so, especially if you're building and growing a brand and you're trying to diversify the different places you're showing up, making sure that this messaging is clear across all of them is so key to people know, like, and trusting you in order to like be in your world and be in your community. So I think once it was I don't know if you have a brain like me, Sid obviously has this engineer brain, but if you are a, a wild creative like me and your brain kind of looks like your purse, right? With all the things like you're like, I know where they are. They're in there. They're just, I, I don't, can't see them all. Having structures and frameworks to map things out, especially creating content can feel so much more grounding when you are thinking about taking on a beast like a podcast. Because to be honest, if you want it to hit, like we were talking about in the last episode, the top 10%, or you want it to somehow be a diversification of you making money in your business, right? Podcasting can be very monetizable if done correctly. Not to say you have to do it like that, but I'm speaking to the person who does want to use their content to bring in more business or to connect deeper with their community. These are the strategies that are going to take you one level further, probably 10 levels further than the other person who's randomly trying to do all of this in one post, right? And that's kind of what I was doing before when I would create an episode. I would not only try to connect with them, I would try to, you know share inspiring stories. And then I try to give tools and tips and then I try to do this. And so what could have been four or five episodes around the same kind of content, I was making one really long one where people were kind of like, mm, kind of connecting, but not really. Yeah. you like, aren't able to go deep enough into the one thing either. And also too, I might already know your story. So I would skip the inspirational stories and go straight to the tangible tools and feel like you're able to give me value. Cause I can kind of pick and choose what I'm listening to from Jess. So Yes. I think it's it's all about, I love when you said like, with your very creative person, sometimes having a little structure is helpful. The thing I always say is structure creates flow. You don't need a lot of structure. This is such a high level framework that is can be created so uniquely for your business, for your platform, for whatever you're doing. 
um, download the link in the show notes to get the PDF. It's a little excerpt from the Start Your Damn Podcast course. It's going to be a like ball in Q and A session when we go through this in the inside the course. But yeah, it, you use it to allow flow to come out. Do not think of it as structure or it gets scary. Think of it as a little bit of structure that is creating the opportunity for your flow. And I promise you, it will just come right out. You know who your listener personas are or your audience personas, or your community personas. You know the lenses that they see the world in and you certainly know your content pillar. So you just got to put, put, put the map together. I love that. And I love the um, example you gave of the friendship group, because we can all relate to that. Or if you were in a service-based industry like me, I have had different personas sitting in my chair over the years. And so to do one skill set on different personas, like that kind of gave me the context when she broke it down. I was like, oh yeah, I already have that skill set. I can use what I already know and transfer that into a different way to put out content. It was so empowering and I feel like, again, for anybody who is is a creative, we want a simple process to being creative. And if you rely only on or solely on, well, when it feels right, then I'll do it. it it's it's not always the best way to to be consistent. And if we go back to the, the last podcast episode we created for you around the top three things you need to do in order to become a top 10% podcaster, it was being consistent and, and the quantity and the quality that you put out. So if you're able to make endless amounts of quality content, you're going to be consistent. And that consistency is what's going to pay off in the end. Yeah. Welcome to the top 10% podcast world. Woo. Let's go, baby. Oh my gosh. <laughs> if we have not let a little fire under your ass to a, just download the PADF and get yourself some content like uh, structure, ASAP. do it now um, ASAP. But again, the two of us have teamed up. We put this course together for you. The start your damn podcast course. Sid will be teaching this with me. We'll get both of our brains in here. Uh, you are welcome for me finding her through my network. <laughs> you're so sweet. I mean, honestly, like you're a freaking genius and you have helped take my crazy creative brain and help me structure it out in a way we can teach people how to go from idea to launching their damn podcast in less than four weeks time. There will be a community that you can hang out in afterwards once you finally launch your podcast. And we will all be hanging out together, having high level conversations like this around creating more content. And you will be in a room with other people who are growing alongside of you so that you can feel like you're not the only one. You're not on the island by yourself. We're all meant to do this together and, and grow and expand in ways that you know, we can see as possible. So don't think it's not possible. You got everything you need right here. We got your back. We've been there. We're still here and we're, we're ready to do the damn thing with you. Sid, I did want to share a little bit more of a nugget around you are someone I find to be very inspiring on a personal note. Oh, wow. You, you are living a nomadic life and I'm going to take a little <laughs> turn on this podcast. And it's going to be a few minutes longer. So if you got what you needed on this show, I'll see you next week, girl. But for any of you who follow people in your life that just inspire you in different ways. Like, like I think it's always cool to share that with them because sometimes we think what we're doing maybe isn't that cool and it's not at all inspiring. And so to see you getting to live this life of, of, you know, going around and doing all the things that fill you up and creating this business, it really is um, inspiring to me, even though that's maybe not where I am at or where I want to do. I just wanted to give you that, that street cred. Oh, and thank you. You poured in some great knowledge around books that have lit you up and other courses and podcasts that have kind of paved the way for you. And if you guys are listening and you need to get in the habit of creating good habits, you referenced the book Atomic Habits. Do you want to touch on why that's such an important thing for people? Because I think that kind of ties into this piece as well. 
Absolutely. Yeah. You know, um, Atomic Habits, my um, best friend's husband, who is equally uh, my best friend at this point, he came to me one day and he said, um, Sid, you can read a book in two hours, which I do not understand. I do read oddly fast. It's very strange. And he said, I, I was reading this book and and in the first 20 pages, I just couldn't stop thinking about you. This is just you as a human being. And I think this book will help you understand yourself because I'm one to definitely get in my like routine and habit, which is why I love living in a van full time. I'm van lifer to my core. Like you can't plan out your life when you are living on the road because you don't know what's coming down, literally coming down the road. But he said, you got to read this book. It's just you. I think you'll understand yourself better. And I'm a pretty headstrong person and and he isn't shy by any means, but we were fairly new to knowing each other at this point. And I was so just shocked that he'd be like, you can find yourself in this book basically. And, and, and it made me feel the warm and fuzzy. So I, I read it. And again, within the first 20 pages, I agreed. It's basically explaining how my brain works. I love efficiency. And if you feel like you might not be living life to its fullest or be maximizing your potential, read Atomic Habits if you haven't already. Another one is 25 Hours in the Day by Nick Bear. So good. They, the two books together are just bomb. But in Atomic Habits, it basically, we do, we have Atomic Habits already. We wake up, we brush our teeth. When we brush our teeth, as soon as we're done, we're, we're done we, we use mouthwash. As soon as we're done with that, we get dressed. We have an order that we do things. When you start building small achievable habits in order to shift your lifestyle. This helped me so much with health and wellness. All you do is add a tiny thing on to a habit you've already formed perfectly. I brush my teeth every single day, twice a day, sometimes three times a day. So therefore I can easily add mouthwash in right afterwards, or I get in my car every day so I can easily add saying a prayer as soon as I get in the car and spending a little time with God. Like little tiny habits instead of saying like, oh, I'm going to read 17 pages of a book every single day. No. How about I listen to five minutes of an audiobook on my way to work? So it's just, it's an incredible book to create habits. It has definitely allowed me to have some flexibility in my life and, and be open to flexibility while still very much so achieving my goals and sort of living by that like 25 hours in the day mentality. Uh, there is more. You're always capable of more with the proper tools and resources to get there. Mm. Again, I have coached so many people where I thought telling them that they weren't ready to start a podcast, like I've made that mistake before, but not knowing that you can create that time and you can figure out ways to create the habits to make the time to do the things that you really want to do. So thank you for listening to this show. I hope you got a lot of value out of it. Sid and I are here to just like pour into you and give you all the tools and resources that we have. She will for sure be a guest on the show moving forward. I hope I can just give all, all of her juicy nugget goodness engineer brain oh, to yeah. you um, in small chunks so that you can take what you need and then go implement. Um, and if this podcast course is getting you excited, please reach out to us. We'd love to connect with you more on that, but you know, be sure to download this PDF and do the work because, you know, giving yourself that structure can feel very empowering to just showing up authentically and creating the content that, you know, you really want to put out into the world. So uh, we see you, we are working with you and we, we got your back too. If you have anything and you want to connect with us on social, come find us. All that good stuff is in the show notes and we'll see you on the next episode of Unscripted. Creating this podcast is as much fun as it sounds and it's not hard. You're worthy of sharing your expertise with the world. So I've broken it down so you can start your own damn podcast in four weeks or less. Head to the link in the show notes to start now.